I'm Debbie Godfrey, and welcome to Season 2 of the Positive Parenting Pep Talks podcast, where I'll be answering your questions about positive parenting. So sit back and listen to what some parents have asked and what my suggestions are for them. And please remember to like, subscribe, and share, and give us a great review if you like this Pep Talks podcast. Thank you so much for being here, and happy parenting. Okay. Hi, Debbie. Hi, how are you doing? I'm good. Okay, so, um, you know, my son is um, not the most active kid in the world, and I think maybe not that atypical at this age. He's eight, and he would just prefer to sit in the house and play iPad all day, and it's pretty hot here in Florida, so he uses that as an excuse not wanting to get sweaty. Um, but I'm really trying to be a, a better role model and, and get him healthier. And I've actually joined a gym and am doing yoga to sort of not be the hypocrite that I could be. And, um, you know, it just seems like when we want him to do anything, if it's walking the dogs or doing something active outside, it, he tries to, he's very good at negotiating, which means he could be a future lawyer. And uh, <laughs> he definitely, he definitely always tries to make a deal. Okay. I'll make a deal. I'll walk the dogs that I get play iPad for 20 minutes or, but it's just such a, it's so arduous to get him to, to do anything active. And I don't, I, I think that's typical, but maybe it's not. And I, I guess I need to know if, if this is the age or he's just modeling mom, who's, you know, a very hard worker, but doesn't do a lot of physical activity. And so um, I don't know, but just looking at more creative ways of getting him motivated about activity without it looking like we're forcing him or judging him. He's very, He's actually said to Karen a couple times, you know, you're judging me, you're judging me, because Karen's a lot more fit and a lot more active than I am, 100%. And um, so I think he, he looks at that as a negative thing. And so when we ask him to do something, I don't know if that's triggering him at a subconscious level where he's thinking, oh, I'm not good enough, I'm not active enough, fat, I'm whatever. So I don't, I don't want to do anything to his esteem, but I'm trying to find a, a happy medium where we can get him to at least do something outside once in a while without wanting to just sit and play video games, which I'm not a big fan of. Right. And I think I think it, it is important. I think it's, you know, it's a little of each or both. Like, yes, there's a lot of kids who are out of shape or overweight or whatever. And, yes, it has to do with video games. Yes, it has to do with eating snacks in front of the TV or whatever they do and not getting outdoors as much as they used to. And so, you know, it is a challenge. I, think, I mean, obviously the best thing is if, you do stuff with him, but if he sees that in any way competitive or, you know, that he's not good enough, that is going to kind of counteract what you're, what you're attempting to do. Does he have any self-motivation toward anything that you've noticed? <laughs> not so much. He likes chess, but he's just not overly motivated about anything. Uh, he'll read. He's a speed reader. He's kind of, I guess, I don't want to judgmental, but I could say probably that he's probably more nerdy, more cerebral, um, the kind of like to write short stories or, or, you know, read novels, you know, two grades higher than his current grade. And so he, he's more into that kind of thing than the sports thing. Um, and I don't need him to be a star athlete. As a matter of fact, I'm trying hard not to make him the overachiever that I was, but I, I, I feel like he's developing some unha- unhealthy habits and, I'm trying to make it fun to do stuff. And I, part of the problem, you know, is admittedly I don't I don't like to go out in the middle of the Florida heat and, and play Frisbee and, and baseball, but it would definitely inspire me more if he seemed more excited about it too. Like it's like this, this, this 
yin and yang thing. So um, I guess to answer your question, he's not overly excited about anything, but he likes things like chess and I guess more of the indoor, non-sweating types of activities. <laughs> so I don't know how to get him to the next level with a little bit more physical. Like we, we, I, I enroll him every every season in basketball, and it's not very competitive, but it's basketball, and he sweats, and at least he's doing something. And he does tap dance uh, once once a week too, and that gives him you know an hour of not not sitting on his butt. Um, but if I said to him tomorrow, you don't have to go to either of those two things, I think he'd be thrilled. But for me, at least it's forcing him to do two hours of activity a week, which isn't a lot. So um, he's just not a very passionate person, and I'm not sure if that's his perfectionistic personality or he's just lazy or he's just, like, more internally motivated where it's, it's not really physically derived from being outside. Yeah, and I'm not, I mean, listening to, yeah, I mean, let's, well, let's just assume that um, it's not lazy and it's not anything, like, really negative, that, yes, he is more of a brain nerd type that would much prefer playing chess and doing, you know, brain activities than being out and being active, and yet all of us get to be everything, so I like that you're actually kind of making him do stuff and that he's doing it. If you were getting into fights where he was refusing to go, then you'd have to relook at that again. But the fact that he's doing it, he probably knows that it's good for him and that he needs to he do does. something. And so he's that's why he's cooperating with it. And in terms of finding something, you know, I, I'm kind of at a blank. I'm wondering if I'm going to unmute Karen again. Um, yeah, there, yeah. I, can I, if I could chime in here. Um, it, yeah. You know, I hate to call him lazy, but it's an ongoing thing with walking my dog. Um, whenever Darren comes to my house, I'm not able to walk my dogs because he refuses to go. And, you know, when I asked him about it, he says, well, I don't like walking. And the way I handled it, I said, fine. What if I bought you roller skates or a skateboard? You know, I did the best I could to try to hear him. He doesn't like walking. Fine. Let's get a scooter, a skateboard. He says, Karen, I did activity yesterday with my friend. Why do I have to do it again? And it's just this absolute hatred. I don't know if it's exercise or what it is, but he says, you know, I ran in the backyard yesterday. I did it for my friend, so why do I have to do it for you today? And it's just getting him to move is very, very difficult. Not move, but, you know, in a, in a certain type of exercise. Um, and, and I don't, it, he's kind of always been like this, but it's, it, it's a little bit troubling. Um, and I guess to move forward on walking the dogs, you know, when I ask him to walk the dogs, his answer is, well, what are we going to negotiate? So for him to actually go outside, I have to give him something. And that something is usually like a half an hour on the iPad. And I'm starting to feel like he's really winning that power struggle because I don't really feel like I should have to give him something every time we go outside to play. Um, so that's a big struggle for me. Well, it sounds like walking the dog is not going to be a preferred activity of his. So that one I would probably – can you can you, you can't take the dogs walking while he's there because you can't leave him home alone yet? Is that a problem? I can't – yeah, we can't leave him home alone yet. So, I mean, I can give him – you know, we can – I can give him the iPad or not. I haven't asked him to walk the dogs in a while um, because the answer is always no. 
But it's also, do you want to go swimming? No. Do you want to play frisbee? Anything outdoors that requires exercise and activity is an automatic no in his head. And, and I'm not sure. I guess we're not sure why. Well, he doesn't like it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like it. Well, but that's not really okay because then he's just going to gain weight and be unhealthy. It's not really okay. Well, it is. It's okay for him to. It's okay. His feeling or his opinion is okay. I mean, it's not wrong. Right. It's just his. Right. So, okay, let me go back to Heidi for a second. Is he technically overweight? Like, is he at risk of? You know, he's a little bit overweight. He's 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 a little bit overweight. He definitely is, but he's always kind of been on that spot. He's also almost five feet, and he's he's eight years old, and he's been this he's a big boy. Somewhat. He's always been big. He's always been like I mean, when they when he doubled his birth weight, he quadrupled his birth weight. He's just very young, um, and he is getting a little taller. So you know, um, and I'm not as concerned, and I, maybe I should be that you know he's just a little chunky around the waist. Um, I'm more concerned about just the healthy habits. Because I am not a good role model, ironically, <laughs> being a physician, uh, we're pretty hypocritical. Um, so I would like to see him just be a little bit healthier. So yeah, he does the tap and he does the basketball, and he he doesn't really he's not excited to go, but he's also not saying I'm not going anymore. He doesn't. I never get a fight from him. Um, and so I figure if I can try to make it fun, I think when he least notices that he's doing something is when it's in the context of something fun. Um, you know, like. Like I said, go run a mile. He'd be like, oh, I'm not running. I don't even want to walk. It's too hot. So, uh, you know, I, I don't know if there's certain things that you've noticed at this age group, eight years old, and he's just not the typical boy, and I'm not, you know, and that's okay. I don't need him to be Mr. Jock. I don't, that's not where he lives. Um, but but if there's a way to, if there's anything that you're kind of aware of that are sort of activity-related and yet still fun and maybe attract this age group um, for, the not, and for the kids that are never going to be the star of the, the football team or probably not right. even well, make then, the team. Yeah, so that's that's giving me some ideas. There's this guy who does um, walking in nature or nature days or something. It's like getting kids out in nature. And so finding something out there that does interest him, like could it be bird watching? Could it, you know, because that was something that he could study. He could look in, you could get a local bird book and then take him out in places to find birds, you know. I mean, is there something... Yeah, is there something related to being out in nature and doing something scholarly or studious that would interest him enough so he could study it and then want to be out there? And I know, man, if I was in Florida, I would be all over finding those manatees. I just think they're the coolest thing ever. And my daughter's been obsessed with them since she was little, and she's got to see them. So, I mean, you know, like, see what's in your environment. And if I can, I'll try to find this guy's Twitter or whatever he's on. Um, He... He does this, like last year we had his Take Your Kids Out in Nature Day. I took my daughter and my grandson, and we all went hiking up in the, um, whatever, Jefferson Memorial Forest where she lives. And, you know, we were out all day and tweeting. It's like, yes, we're out. This is like people need to get out in nature and not be sitting on their computers all day long, and it's really important. Agreed. But I think, I think, um, I, I think, Karen, we're going to, 
back off the power struggles like you have already, like not asking him to walk the dog and stuff because that's not going in a positive direction. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I think your best chance is, Heidi, for you to um, share honestly from your heart with him about your struggles with balancing your work and getting exercise, your work and being active. And go back as far as that's been for you with maybe maybe were you like that in school too. So using an empathy factor or a relatability okay. factor of this is how I've experienced this and I'm you know I I I see what's happening cuz you see kids every day overweight and having all these problems and, and adults and everybody else. And so you're doing your best by starting yoga and going to the gym. And you know if there's anything we can do together, Baron, I want to learn from you, you know, how to more <laughs> incorporate this more in my life, make it better, funner, easier, and maybe we can inspire each other, you know, into oh, doing cool. things to be more active and just see if you both can kind of help each other balance better. And well, one thing that without work, um I'm sorry. Is is Karen um, got a Fitbit? I don't know if you know what a Fitbit is, but yeah, um, yes. Okay, so then we got him one, and they challenged each other. And in the beginning, that was a really good motivating factor. He's supposed to get 11,000 steps a day, and he used to say, "Mom, I got my buzz," and I think he achieved his goal. And you know, so sometimes you can challenge each other. That sort of died down a little bit. I think the novelty might have wore off, but that it's a really good initial motivator, and it's kind of cool because it's social, and you can pick who you want to compete against. So that's been good. And the other thing that he does love, as I'm brainstorming, as you said, is there anything that he does like to do that's physical? And he loves biking. Um, that's not always practical. And the problem with biking is he's eight years old. I can't just say, okay, you'll see you in an hour. Come back whenever you want. I have to I have to either go with him on a bike or walk with him, which is virtually impossible when he's biking. But he, he gets a sense of freedom from his bike that trumps the, the sweatiness. It's interesting how he, he, he's a little bit – I think you're right. When you like something, it, it doesn't seem to matter that he's getting hot and gross out there. Um, so, you know, I think Karen's actually done some biking with him, and we probably need to do that a little bit more because we can we're, – maybe we're making some excuses because if we really care that much about his activity, then once a week we can make an effort to do biking with him. Um, it should also force me to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and if and if that's not a power struggle, Karen, with you, if you guys get on your bikes together, then I would focus on doing that one rather than the walking or the things that he's resisting. So, yeah, I think just keep going along those lines. And I guess my main thing that I want you to see and know is that there's nothing wrong with him. There, there's nothing wrong that his default would be to sit on the computer all day long. I mean, that's just... It's like entropy. <laughs> it's like this is okay. Just, I, you know, and it's like some. If you can get them inspired of their own accord, then it's different. Then you've got, 
you know, then he's he's interested in going. But as long as everybody else wants him to do it more than he does, you're going to be in this state. And so that's why. And I like I like what I heard with the biking that he would do that and he would sweat and he'd be and he's in heaven. So if there's any way to figure out a place that he can bike safely or a group. I mean, I know with my age, I'm 50, <laughs> I can go on a meetup and bike with people that I don't know, you know, and stuff right. like that. I don't know what an eight-year-old would do, but um, if there's some way, you know, some, I, I don't know what you have there, but we have, like, big, huge park areas here, which might have, like, a bike path around them, which might be a place he could go and, you know, bike a mile or two or whatever. I don't know what the length is, but it's, it's sure. you know, relatively safe or something like that or I, I don't know okay. but that's what I would look at and not from the standpoint of that he's wrong or or there's something wrong with him because there isn't anything wrong with him it's just you know we want everybody to be balanced if he was a sports star we would be struggling with getting him to read right right right, right. <laughs> no I mean he loves singing I mean he's, he's a eclectic kid he likes singing and likes music he likes chess and he likes reading so you know he's more of that math nerdy brain kid which will serve him well probably in life but at this stage it's, it's you know it leads to a lot of uh, sloth but I guess you're saying that he's not abnormal that this isn't that atypical that not all kids want to go out and sweat in the Florida heat um, because I was concerned that you know is, is he just is he, is he going to be a lazy kid by nature am I going to have to worry about but then his work ethic in school is great it's like I, I you know I don't want to judge him and I want him to be exactly who he is yeah. but I also want him to be healthy so it's Balance. Right. Don't want to. You don't want to judge him, and you don't want to project your own stuff on him. And that's either of you. You know that he's a unique individual, and you both have like your yours is a very you know intellectual pursuit, and Karen's got the physical thing, and he's his own person. So you know you guys don't want to project any of your own stuff on him. Just let let's see who he is. Let him unfold who he is to you guys, and he's. He's already showing, you know, bits and pieces of stuff he's willing to do. So, um, you know, acknowledging that and then just, again, keep trying. I like this. I love the Fitbit and I love all the different apps. And there's so many different ways out there that you could incorporate him and his computer wizardry without outside doing stuff. So keep letting him explore those different options that might get him outdoors more. There's also this thing, I don't know if you guys have heard of it, I don't know, and I don't remember what it's called, but where you go on these treasure hunts and it's something oh. online. Have you heard of those? They're like, um, it's something online, and there's like these, they're all over the country. People go bury and hide these things, and then kids and their parents go and find them. And you don't take them. You just go and you find where they are, and it's like, it's really cool. <laughs> you got to go explore all over your area. And um, if I can think of the name of it, I'll, I'll put it out there. But, it's, you know, there's just oh. there's so much out there now with connectivity that I'm sure that between you guys that you can find something that will get them out more regularly if that's what you desire. I mean, twice a week is good enough, what you're oh, doing. Good. You know, okay. I mean, I think that's great that that's working. And um, Emily, it looks like, raised her hand, so she might want to – Emily, did you want to give a suggestion here? I just noticed. Yes, that. I wanted to – well, two things. One is that what you're talking about is called geocaching. Oh, so thank you. Geocaching. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. And thank then you. the other thing is I wanted to say is that I have an 8-year-old girl who um, – is, is is the same. I mean, she's not, I've tried every, like, sport and activity trying to get her into it, and it's just not, you know, she, she's just not into it. And, I, and like, when you ask her, I, she played soccer two seasons very reluctantly, what's your favorite part of soccer? Her favorite part was snacks. 
you know, and <laughs> it's, it's like, oh, th- then I have this four-year-old who's the opposite, who's like, she, you know, we, we signed them up for this fun run, this like 1K kids run, and like my four-year-old won the race, she came in first, and then my eight-year-old, of course, is the last, and walking the whole way, and I, I wanted, I have like a hard time, same thing, I really wanted my eight-year-old to be athletic because I wasn't as a child, and I feel like as an adult, I'm constantly trying to catch up. I want to be athletic, I want to be, you know, I'm running, but it's like I have, I'm, it's, it's really hard, and I keep thinking, oh, if I started as a kid, it would be easier, so I know what that's like to want your kid to be, you know, try to be athletic and healthy, and you want the best for them, but what I've learned is having these two kids who are polar opposites is that they're just their own people. And like, you know, my eight year old's going to be fine. She has, you know, like her strengths. And um, I did find one activity that's an outdoorsy activity that she likes is horseback riding. And I think that's, you know, pretty good for her athletically, but I, I want her, you guys to know it's not, you're not alone. I have an eight year old who's in the same boat and like, Thank you know, you. doesn't, it's like pulling teeth trying to get her to go like my four-year-old wants to go on a family bike ride and my eight-year-old's like ah you know this big thing so maybe it's an age and maybe it's just a personality and I've kind of learned to just let go and realize that she's she's going to be okay and you know but you're not alone in that yeah thanks for that that's great feedback to get and uh, yeah the chuckle's going on because it's so true and uh I love that you found a couple things she liked, horseback riding, and what was the other one you said? Well, she's so far, like, she likes drama. Like, she's she's very social, but the, as far as the outdoors activity, it's really just the horseback riding, and she likes to ride her scooter a little bit, but she's not – I've stopped pushing outdoor stuff. Like, I've stopped pushing sports because it's just not a go, and horseback right. riding's good enough for me, and then she's doing drama, and she's, you know – things and I'm like well that's fine that's how I was and I'm okay even though I'm not like all my friends are like running doing Ironmans and I'm like trying to run a 5k <laughs> a three, you know a 5k but I'm okay I'm not going to die from that so right yeah and I think that's the, that's the biggest thing is that the the risk that I would prefer that you guys don't take is that he feels that there's something wrong with him or anything like that so He's great just as he is, and everybody needs to go get more exercise than we're getting. And so it's not, you know, you're not, you're not trying to get him to do it because there's something wrong with him. It's just all of us need to work out, eat better, exercise more. You know, it's just the way our culture has become that none of us move around as much as we should or used to or need to or anything like that. So... Is that enough for that one, Heidi? Do you feel like you have That's enough great. to go on? That's great. Yeah, thank you. And thanks for validating that my eight-year-old isn't complete sloth. That yeah. seems to be maybe just a personality thing. And, you know, he, he could be the next Bill Gates. Um, and, you know, that said, he's not the most active kid in the world. But I, I definitely thought it was the right thing to do, and I hope I'm not wrong of not letting him off the hook and not that he's fighting me, like I said, but... I decided that if at least he gets the, the dancing and the and, and the what was the other thing and the basketball and that's you know that's and there and he has other activities too he does chess and he does singing and he does Hebrew school so he's pretty busy so that's five activities a week and two of them are physical um, but I you know I, there is some pressure or I feel like there's some pressure that my kid needs to be more active and be outdoors more and if that's not a requirement then um, 
you know, I'll just try to entice him by showing him my lead and talking about how he can help me and what ideas could I do to be more active and then try to pull him in the mix without making it force feeding him. I just I don't want him to feel less than what he is because he's, he's a really good kid. He just has different interests than some other kids, I guess. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, we're all unique. So um, cool. Awesome. I'm guessing you found today's pep talk valuable and hopefully it gave you some practical tools and ideas for dealing with your children's behavior. If you'd like to work more deeply on these topics and similar topics, please join me over at my website, positiveparenting.com. I'll put a link in the description box here. I have classes starting all the time, classes that are self-directed where you can listen to lessons on your own time, and also Q&A calls where I answer your questions, just like the parents in these pep talks. So I hope again that you will like and share and rate this podcast and help more parents be able to see it and hear it and get help from it. Thanks again and happy parenting.